0: If you have been mildly paying attention to the internet, you know where most of the traffic goes. There are some major players and they stepped in early before most people figured out the full potential of the World Wide Web. The apps and sites that got you in early made it very, very easy for you to connect with others while they racked up the biggest contact lists ever created. That's what gave them the power of a huge opportunity of selling advertising. If I was to make a comparison of how much these giants make up of the landscape of the internet, it would be something like this. There's the whole world, and they are everything outside. The indoors is your little world, and they are everything beyond your door. What they did was made themselves into a destination. That destination so massive, it's all around you. What I want to make you aware of right now is, you can use their strategy to make some great gains. All you need to do is become a destination. You're listening to It All Works. This is Episode 19, Becoming a Destination. Does this seem a little grand, becoming a destination? Maybe a little, but it's worth it. It's a simple strategy. Get people to your ecosystem and provide them with an experience that will make them return and keep them there longer. This is exactly the same thing as the big social media apps are doing with you. And I stress with you, not for you. You are one of the products on their platform and they will use your content and everyone else's to keep them in their ecosystem. And they will get paid by advertisers by pulling at your attention while you're there for your own reasons. The thing is, this strategy has already worked. They proved it. They are so massive, they can decide who's in and who's out. And they can decide what you see and what you hear in their world. That's their choice. But this episode isn't about that part. It's about becoming a destination. Just think about this for a second. The thing you're trying to do on social media is reach people with your message. The ones that already follow you might get it and then you go for others that haven't discovered you yet. As you do get them to discover you, they are not at your destination. They are visiting a profile of you within a platform as a destination. And should they want to move around, they can leave you and view others very easily within that platform. The other part of this is your infrastructure that is outside of these platforms. If you went back 12 to 14 years ago, websites ruled. They represented you more. They were your online headquarters but now there's a portion of entrepreneurs, and this portion is growing, that don't believe they need one, and a massive amount that don't believe there's a good reason to expand or even update their existing one. But there's a great opportunity here. By using the platform's example and infusing it into your website and content to create a destination that people will really enjoy visiting, so much they will stay longer and return. It's one thing to make a pretty website. Aesthetically pleasing is always good especially if it attracts your ideal audience, but that's the art of website building. But you need to understand the difference between something that's attractive and something that's an attraction. It's like the difference between someone who's very good looking, but not much else, and someone who you would like to hang out with a lot more. Not everything is about looks. It helps if you can manage to create an attractive attraction, that's even better. But the focus must be made on attraction. Most people do attempt to do this in a small and limited way. For example, a lead magnet is a kind of attraction. It gets people to go to a certain destination, your URL or your website location, and give you their name and email address in return for some offer within the lead magnet. It's something free and has some value to the use of the person visiting. That one interaction is a simple example of what you want. And the problem is most people end it there. Sure, there's other pages on their websites, The about page, the work with me page, your product page, the blogs, and a bunch of icons to show you where else you can find them on social media. But once they've read your stuff, or they've left your site to check your content out on other social media platforms, what magic are you going to do to get them to come back again? And when they do come back, how long will they stay for, and what will be any different from the first time they showed up? My guess is, not much. I have explained it like this to my clients. Pretend you are a destination, like a city. What qualities does a city have that make people return and what are the same qualities a website could share with that? Being able to navigate and visit a spot with ease makes it a better experience. Same for your website. We all know that poor menus, bad links, and slow page updates make people leave. Just like bad directions and gridlock for your city visitors. Is it clean and not cluttered? Or is it hard to take in? I've been to cities, and seen some websites that are just too much to take in visually. Some of it doesn't even need to be there. And most of all, what about attractions? If you visited New York, what would you expect to see? I'll bet there's a lot. Times Square, Broadway, some very historic buildings, galleries, real iconic places, and the shopping. Those are the attractions. Can you see it all in one visit? Probably not, so there's a good chance you'll go back. And the best part is, when you do go back, there could be new shows changes in some of the spaces you previously visited, and updated products for you to shop for. That's what should happen with your website. It needs to be a destination so that people are impressed when they are there. And it would take more than a couple of visits to see everything there is, because there's always something new. All of that would make people return. The thing that makes this strategy most appealing is, it's exclusively housed in a place you control. It's your domain, and it's very captivating. Your visitors are in one place that can give them the maximum impression of you, and it's literally the same place you can do business and make sales. Your products and services are right there. Entrepreneurs spend a lot of time getting people to visit their websites or links from social. That's a great step one. But the real magic needs to happen once they visit. You need to show them that it's a much better place to be, and there's a lot more to offer than what they will get from social media profiles. So what can you technically do to make your website a destination? One of the main things, it has to house exclusive content. If it does and people like it, they will make the trip back to get updates. Let's use videos as an example. If you added a new video once a month or every two weeks, that's of value or impactful. You can host it only on your website and let people know it's there through social media and an email list. It can also be shared on a social media site like YouTube. If people like it, they will wait with anticipation for your next one and they will know where to go view it. And what about blogs? They're usually exclusive content to your website. You can drive traffic to them easily, and then on your blog pages, you can direct people to other parts within your website. One thing that can really help is how much you control or update your homepage. There's a real opportunity to get return visitors if there's something that changes on a regular basis on the homepage. I know most people might have links to their latest blogs or social media posts. Those are regular, but think outside the box. What information can you provide them on a regular basis that they might want to check up on? I'll give you an example. A coach that helps people with organization could have a section of their homepage that has the latest top 10 items they believe could really help them. And if it constantly was updated with new things that hit the market, people would return to see if they have spotted something new. So in a way, the destination is a resource. Another way is a personal message. If people know there's a personal piece of content that is nowhere else on any of your content, then your true fans will return to view it on a regular basis. New products or service launches should always be highlighted on a home page. If not, you lose out huge. There's a huge quantity of traffic that will hit your homepage first. Don't miss the opportunity for them to see anything new you have to offer. How about media? When somebody discovers you on YouTube, they might opt to subscribe to your YouTube channel and your new video will get thrown into the mix with all the other channels they subscribe to. But, if you embedded videos into your site, there's a good chance people will watch more of them and return to your site yet again. You should look at your website as an opportunity to be free to provide your visitors with a huge variety of content that you might not be able to share with them on certain platforms and certainly not all in one place. You can expand it constantly and make it an even bigger destination. The thing about your website content, you have total control and ownership of it. You decide what stays and goes and you can decide the flow. Unlike social media, which will lead visitors from one piece of content to the next, and those pieces will be from different profiles, you have the ability to create a real flow of content discovery. And that is how you actively take part in curation of your content. You no longer have to wonder where your posts end up on people's thread. This whole idea is based on your website being the destination thread, and therefore, you display what you want in the order you want. I think a lot of people veered away from making their websites all they could be. Because the honeymoon period on social media and the potential for followers was so easy and enticing, it took away from content creation for their websites. Although you can get people from social to your web page, there's not a lot that will get them to return or stay longer. And don't forget about SEO. You might not hear about it as much, as there are programs and systems that help each of us get optimal rankings, but the real star of the show is your content. If you have a good stash of content and you've posted them properly within your site, you will benefit from SEO even more. I don't know how many of you remember Yahoo when the internet was really starting to take off. This was the destination site of its time. They tried to build the corridor to the internet, and it made sense that people just needed to go there first before they went anywhere else. It had a bit of everything, but it had a lot in total. With a one-person entrepreneurial team, you should want to remain niched in to your speciality. But do a lot of various things that can engage and interest those who visit. Don't have one goal in mind. Have several. You will want people to take a journey through the information they would likely want or need from you, and you need to figure out a way to get them to return. Obviously, social media can get new people to visit and it will be able to prompt people who follow you to return if they see your posts on their thread. If you are fortunate enough to get people to join your email list, make sure you tell them one of the main reasons you will email them is about new things or updates that will be showing up exclusively on your website. If you tell them and they opt for that, then you will be giving them something they wanted as promised. No need to worry about people unsubscribing for that reason your open rates would climb because you're sharing information they want and anticipate. I want to ask you one thing before I move on to the making it all works part of the podcast. What happens if social media platforms can't sustain your business the way they used to? What will you do if for some reason the pipeline or the traffic to your profiles becomes smaller and smaller? What's the most freeing and independent option for you to expand your reach and share your message? Well, I think I might have shared it with you in this episode. And there's nothing wrong with putting a lot more into your website than anywhere else. After all, it's your online headquarters. Making it all work. In this installment of Making it all work, I want you to think about how much time you spend creating content and where you're putting it up for display. I know a large portion of you might put most of it, if not all your content on social media, and all the while your website barely changes a bit over a considerable amount of time. My suggestion is start reverse engineering this process. Make content for your website first, then decide how you'll share it through social and everywhere else. Make sure you're creating a bigger destination with more content on your site. It will also help with SEO if you have people hitting links to go to your site. Also, your content is formatted specifically for each platform. This creates a barrier between your site and your profiles. Although YouTube videos are usefully shared, your live broadcasts on other platforms are not and the dimensions for each post graphic is very specific. It's still the best choice to create within your site and get them to come see it there. Another piece of advice and you can do this right now, you can take a look at your website and storyboard from the point of entry where your site might take them on a journey. Most sites let people drop off quite fast and quickly all on their own and you can storyboard your new plans for how your content is shared and displayed on your website. Remember, you're taking them on a journey. It should be valuable, interesting, and easy. As always, I'm here for any questions you might have, and I'm always looking forward to hearing from my listeners. You can email me directly from this week's episode's page on itallworks.com. If you haven't had a chance yet, please subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss future episodes when they are released. If you want to join the conversation about each weekly podcast topic, you can join the It All Works Facebook group where I share more content with some of the best members I could ever ask for. Thanks for sharing your time with me. Until next week, take care.